0: to another edition of Creators Outlet brought to you by our friends over at the Inked Marketing team. If you need that extra push for a Kickstarter or Indiegogo campaign, go see Kevin at Inked Marketing. And now we'd like to welcome our special guest, Brent Peoples.
1: Hey, hey, what's happening?
0: How are you? I'm
1: good. How are you?
0: Good, good. Uh, I was just taking a look at the uh, the project here.
1: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're getting there. We're getting
0: close. Yep. 11, 11 days and uh, you, you're uh, pretty close, uh, like 22.50 away.
1: Yeah, I can't math, but pretty close, something like that.
0: Yeah, I can't math either. Math is hard. 22.09. 22.09.
1: So yeah, we're getting getting pretty close.
0: Well, I just I just shared that I shared out the links for this uh, on Twitter and about seven groups plus the uh, plus the feed for the show and uh, it is I'm I also work for Outright Geekery so uh, your Kickstarter is up on the Outright Geekery page as of about ten minutes ago. Oh great. So that'll help. Hopefully we'll get some uh get some traction there. So tell us uh what spurned on this book. Uh
1: this is a book, it's a project that I've been sitting on for about two years. So I uh had come up with the idea, I don't know, just kind of out of nowhere. Um I'm a big fan of Calvin and Hobbes and I'm a big fan of Supernatural. And I was just kind of wondering what would happen if you put them both together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the project takes influences from both, um, but not, I don't want to go too far one direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, or too far in any direction. I don't want it to seem, you know, that's kind of the tagline, but I don't want it to seem like you're reading one or the other too much, or even both too much. Um, but that's it. It just popped in my head. I don't know. It was a couple of years ago, and I started thinking about it, and I dropped the idea from across some friends in the industry that I thought would, you know, give me some feedback on if they thought it was a decent idea or not. And uh, I got some good feedback on it, so I sat down and wrote it, and it's just kind of been sitting sitting on my desktop for a couple of years. Uh, work for hire stuff took. Precedents. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, my email is keeps popping off and I don't know how to turn the notifications off right now. So um, so yeah, if you hear a ding, it's my... It's my yeah, ding. it's fine. Um, it's, it's texture, right? That's what we call texture. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the uh, uh, I wrote the script and then worked for higher stuff, so kind of took precedence. And then the world blew up last year yeah and uh you know i took a little bit of break from comics anyway which was kind of nice for about three or four months um kind of contemplating what i wanted to do if this is what i still wanted to do if it was you know Um uh, and then i did some did some more stuff last year uh did did a, some stuff for dynamite again i hadn't worked with them in a while and so I did a handful of issues for them and then um a few covers or so and then dropped in and did some storyboard work for a little bit and um you know this year happened and and things are things are still kind of weird in the industry and i figured if if uh you know while while everything's still picking up
0: i mean this is probably the best time for me to try to do this book oh yeah indie indie projects are just blowing up there's there's more people than ever just that just cruise, you know, indie comic pages online and, uh, and like Kickstarter and Indiegogo and are just buying books there because they're sick of the same old, you know, same story after story after story. You know, how, how many, how many times can, you know, Batman and Catwoman have a romance and, you know, break, break up and, you know, she turns heel and, the flash changes, the timeline and DC can't remember what continuity is and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, I get it.
1: And I I know people, you know, are wanting something that's fresh and, um, you know, I, I think it's, I think this will be a a fun ride. Um, you know, I haven't done a creator on project since 2011. Um, and even then, um, I was considered co-creator but you know the the writer that was working with josh v i mean it was his baby so you know i helped with design and and things like that a little bit but um outside of that i mean it was you know we did the whole cro the whole co-creator 50 50 thing but it was still Mm -hmm. his baby. uh so you know i wanted to i wanted to do something that was mine and that i own and it was the first thing that i'm writing and drawing both um, it's the first thing I've ever written, really. Um, but I think, you know, I think as a first time out the gate writing, I think I'm doing a pretty good job so far. Um, definitely gonna have a lot of room to grow and keep getting better with that skill set. But, um, you know, I think it's like anything. I mean, I'm still, I've been drawing comics for 10 years, almost 11 years, and uh, you know, I'm still growing in that every time I turn out a new
0: piece. So um, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a good book. Uh, are you looking to get this as a, as like a one shot, you know, graphic novel type deal or are you uh, looking at doing a series?
1: Uh, You know, I'd like to do, I mean, right now I could run this thing six issues for the start, the first arc um, and get it out as a collection, you know, trade or or graphic novel, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I'm going to the, the goal is to at least kick start, you know, I'd like to kick start the first two or three, if not the entire series. Um, but if it gets, you know, if it gets noticed and, and, and gets picked up somewhere, then great. Um, but I'd like to, however it happens, I'd like to run at least the first six issues um, and, you know, leave it where... I could move on and and keep going if I wanted to. Um, Mm -hmm. But it could also, you know, be a standalone if it need be. Um, You know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just trying to let it, I'm trying to let it develop uh, naturally and not put too much, uh, not to put too many, too many rules on it. So maybe it goes six issues. Great. If it goes, you know, 24 issues. Awesome. Um, If it, was wonderful and went 100 issues. Cool. You know, I mean, I don't think, you know, look at something like Supernatural. I don't think they ever meant for it to go 15 seasons, (laughs) you know, but it did. And they kept doing it as long as the fans wanted it. I mean, I can't say that that's going to happen with this project. I would be happy to get the first six out. You know, if I got the first six out and did something with it was able to, you know, collect it and maybe distribute it globally or, or nationally through, you know, maybe a book publisher, if I could get a deal that way, sell it somehow once it's already done, um, you know, option it for, you know, if it, if it, you know, if I could option it for a Netflix or a prime or a Hulu or something, that'd be cool too. You know, who knows? I I just kind of would just, more than anything, just want to get the project out.
0: Yeah. It just blows me away that that show went on for 15 seasons. Hey, I love that show.
1: Um, I just finished it. I just finished it. Um, it's on netflix and i i just finished it and they about had me in tears they they did everything they could i was holding
0: them back oh yeah i i still you know i still wanted dean's car oh yeah i love that car because that car was just badass
1: yeah that's a it's a great automobile
0: i got like a a limited edition collectors like kind of like hot wheels version of it oh yeah somewhere i'm like so we're going to just let the monkey run wearing May and uh, hopefully this thing goes, goes for the long run. Yeah. I mean, I hope
1: so. You know, I would like, I would like for it to. Um again. It's uh, you know, and, and the, the whole purpose of this book is to give something that that younger readers can read that they can enjoy um, along with adults that, but that that doesn't have too much, adult innuendo in it or, or too much language or, you know, I mean, this book, you know, I'm not going to write a single cuss word in there, you know, I'm not going to write explicits with hashtags and, and asterisk marks and, and, um, you know, there, there might be a dream mark style over the head moment joke, you know, but nothing, there's not going to be, I want it to be outside of some violence and gore, which, I really debated on how violent I wanted the book to be Mm -hmm. and it's not going to be super crazy violent. Um, but there's going to be a little bit of violence and gore. I think with, with the premise of monsters and the premise of demons and heaven and hell and angels and, and, you know, whatever else kind of crazy shit I decide to throw in there. Um, I mean, I think you kind of have to have it, but I think you can do it without, uh, the other stuff, you know, uh, you know, I would like my 13 year old or my 14 year old to sit down and be able to read it and not Mm -hmm. have to worry about, you know, well, this word says this, or, you know, here's a cuss word here. or Oh, that's a boob joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that, I think so many, I think so many of our books now, um, because it's, it's the, it's the generation that grew up reading everything. We're all now in our forties, fifties, sixties, even some older than seventies. And so now the material is more geared towards us. It's not geared towards kids anymore. And, you know, uh, I don't read a whole lot of young reader stuff. Um, but you know, I picked up a couple of young reader set things for my daughter. Uh, my middle daughter, uh, about a couple of years ago, but it was, you know, it's something that was recommended, but it, it felt too young to her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that there's not something out there and I'm not saying that I'm the first one to go out there and do this. It's just what I'm trying to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I understand it. I have, uh, my daughter is about to be turning 13 in a couple of months. So.
1: Yeah, and, and somebody put the you know hit the nail on the head. I did a I did one you know one of these earlier today, and um, you know she said she said yeah it's for that you know it would be good for sounds like it would be good for that that teenager that that's kind of in between in that awkward phase of reading where you know the kid stuff is a little bit too much kid but the adult stuff is a little bit too much adult um, so they can get something that feels more grown up without feeling like they're reading a kid book. Yeah. You know, so um, but I also very much want it to be enjoyable for, you know, our age demographic and older. Um, I don't want it to feel like a kid book to them either. So hopefully I'll do a good job. You know, I mean, it's going to be fun. I'm not I'm not trying to take the storyline too seriously. I'm, I'm trying to have as much fun with it as possible. Uh, but it is about a boy that that, you know, he's 13 years old and and. Uh, he's essentially lived with who he considers his aunt for his entire life. And he, as far as he knows, his mom just kind of abandoned him when he was a baby Mm -hmm. and never turned around to look back. And, uh, you know, so on his 13th birthday, he, he wakes up and there's a present from his mom sitting on the counter downstairs and it's a stuffed monkey. So he's pissed that, you know, he gets a present from this lady. He doesn't know that he doesn't care about. And he's pissed because he feels like he's got a child's toy from this lady that he doesn't know and doesn't care about. Um, And, uh, you know, as you go on, you find, you know, he, he finds out very quickly in the story that there's some bad elements after him. I mean, they're in the preview pages. He gets chased by some, some demon guys. And, 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 you know through the the course of the book you know he's got this this stuffed monkey with him and, and it's this you know that's kind of the calvin hobbs aspect of it is this thing is a golem so it turns into something else you see in the fifth page of the of the preview that you know or the fourth yeah the fourth page the monkey's eyes turn red and then the next page is a splash page and there's blood and a severed arm and an eyeball and um but, you know, this kid finds out that he's he's kind of the the shift between good and evil. And so now he's on this adventure to figure out why he is and who he is and who his parents are. Um, and so, you know, but I want him to as much as I want to have fun with the book and, and kind of do some some crazy things or whatever. Uh, I also want to kind of jump into a little bit of that, you know, abandonment issue and and, you know, what the hell did they make me into and then just drop me off on a doorstep
0: you know yeah now is is it gonna be like all uh basically black white and red yep
1: i'm gonna do everything and i'm gonna do everything in gray tones with splashes of red when it's needed um cool it um i don't know it's just something i want to do for now and um thanks ryan i appreciate that ryan just posted um it it's something that you know i want to wash it out i mean part of its cost i mean you know as a kickstarter it's going to cost me money to get this thing colored Mm -hmm. and i need to i only built in enough to essentially pay myself to be able to to work on this um without going broke so you know enough to i'm not you know, I'm essentially paying bills. So I, I gave my, I'm paying myself probably a little bit less than my page rate to get this thing done. The rest of it goes towards shipping and printing and, um, you know, the, the, the rewards as far as printing out, you know, when I do prints for this thing and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then of course I'll pay a letterer to, to letter it, uh, which will be done at the end. Once the entire book's done, I'll go back and rescript um, you know, take some things out, add some stuff, whatever, um, you know, make sure all the, all the dialogue fits the way I want, make sure I don't want to change anything. Um, because I'm also, again, I'm, I'm letting this be kind of natural. So as I draw this book, even though the first issue is written and I'm still changing some things here and there, um, if I think it would read better or it'll be, um, you know, essentially this, this scene initially was going to going to take place in a in a park um you know and there was going to be arms and limbs hanging from trees once he you know he was going to get knocked out and i thought this was a better way to tell the story um so it'll all be it'll, it's going to happen organically i think even though it's all plotted it's going the same way if if a scene needs to change up it's going to change up a little bit um
0: so yeah there's, but, you know. there's, there's always tweaking that you're going to do as you yeah progress on the project, you know?
1: Well, and that's something I get to do since I'm writing it, you know, it's not like I've gotten a script from a writer and, you know, I may, when I get a script from a writer, I may change a panel here or drop a panel or add a panel, but there's nothing. I'm not changing the story or I'm not changing major elements or, you know, scene location and things like that. I can do that with this. So, um, and the goal is to make the best book that I can make. Um, So anyway, but yeah, you know, once it's done, once it's drawn, uh, and finished completely, uh, which the, the deadline at this point with this thing looking like it's going to fund, the deadline is going to be May, um, or the end of April. Um, so that way it's off to the printers and, and shipping out by June. Like I've stated, you know, um, so yeah, you know, I'm going to hire a letter, but you know, if this thing gets done and we do all six issues, then, um, you know, I'll do a collection and I may get the I may color the collection. Um, but I think for the issues, I want to run them like this, have a nice cool color cover. And if we do a variant cover, that that'll be in color maybe. Um but do all the pages black and gray, uh, with some red pops to it. And then yeah, we can look at coloring the collection if we get to that. Uh, you know, maybe kickstart the collection and get it colored and all that kind of good shit. Do a hardcover or something. Um cool. So, you know, and I'm, I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of the artist editions anyway, where you don't see the color, where you can see the bones of of the pages. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, so I think it's cool. I think people kind of, you know, you can see more about what's, you know, you can see more of the art this way. Um, even though coloring really can add to it, you still lose for for an artist, you lose some of the, you know, Once they take out the effects, you go, "Oh, that's how he did that."
0: You know. Yeah, there's been a a big surge in uh, people grabbing up the uh, the Marvel Essentials and the DC Showcase editions. Yeah, because they're they're redoing both companies are like redoing all the art and like reissuing those books so you're losing all of the like original line art and, and inks from, you know, great people from the past. So, I mean, I was buying... I bought a, I bought like a ton of them when they first came out because, uh, well, because they were cheap. And then I then I bought like a nice fat stack of them on sale for like, uh, you know, $5 from some store I, I had gone to uh, about a year ago. And now i now i i'm looking around and i'm seeing those books because they're becoming scarce uh people are getting you know 25 to 40 dollars a pop for them out, online because a lot of artists want to study the actual you know line work and and see what's going on so i mean this is this is a a great way to get you know a good a good character study in too
1: well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's what's really, that's what I really like about this stuff is that you're really seeing the the work. Um, you know, I'm kind of, I mean, at this point, with it like it is, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, I'm letting my work speak for itself. Um, and, you know, I really got to make sure that, that I do the best I can because I don't have a color to go in there and fix anything. You know, there's been plenty of times where I've been uh, like, oh, "I'll let the colors handle this. Oh, I'll let the colors handle this." Um, you know, here's a note, but but I mean, I like. I mean, they they uh, you know they've done a lot of these things recently, and I, I love looking at them. But when I go to conventions too, I'm just I'm when if I get a minute, remember those things? Conventions we used to get to go to.
0: Yeah, I miss those.
1: Um uh, you know, I when I'd get a, in the morning before the show, or if I could get a break from my tables for something, I'd I'd go over and just stare at pages and just you know find my guys that I really really enjoy and just look at their stuff. I mean, I you know I own originals just because I can just sit there and stare at them and just okay, you know, how did he handle this lines and how did he handle this effect and and it's all you know from everybody. Oh so a lot of this, a lot of this too, is just because I like shit like this so that's part of it too and then the other aspect of it is just cost
0: yeah it's this looks great though i mean
1: well thanks well it's giving me a chance to play too i mean you know i get to do a thing and i'm i'm getting to do stuff i get to experiment you know i get to experiment with wash i get to experiment with with pops of color and um you know it, it's it's kind of you know it's more of a more of a challenge and it just feels you know it's i get to kind of play around so
0: yeah i love the panel where the two guys transform into the demons
1: yeah that was kind of i took that that kind of idea from um uh what was the that pacino movie devil's advocate oh yeah you would do that he would be you know Charlie's would be looking at somebody, and their face would switch and switch back. You know what I mean? And I guess they've probably done that in other movies too. But that's that's what pops into my head. So yeah, I did the the stat panel. So you see, and you know, in the next panel, they look like normal guys again. Yeah. Um, you know, I just wanted to see that he's, you know, this boy is seeing flashes of what they really are versus, you know, what they seem to be.
0: Yeah, and that uh that panel and panel with just like the close up of a terrified eye from the kid yeah so i like what i'm seeing though i like black and white though yeah I do too. so uh you can support this uh you know without a reward uh you can help the project along by uh clicking the pledge without a reward tier for $10 uh dollars or more, you get a thank you in the book. Uh, Five dollars or more, uh, you can uh, get the digital P- PDF. Uh, that might be uh, a, a good option for people that are overseas that might might be interested in this book, you know, so they're not paying, you know, $37.50 for uh, shipping over to the UK or whatever it is now. That I know it's I know it's going crazy over here, and it's going even, you know, it's even worse over there.
1: Yeah, I had some people ask me about shipping too. They said, you know, and and I was, I may have goofed up, and I, maybe I should have just built it into the price of the book. But to say thirty-five dollars for the book plus, you know what I mean, just seemed kind of exuberant to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I put in the fifteen dollars shipping, um, and that's pretty standard until you get to some higher levels where I'm shipping actual like original art um but you know 15 dollars shipping in the states i mean when i ship a single piece commission in the states it cost me almost nine dollars and that's before you take into account that i'm i got to package it yeah you know so it's roughly about 15 bucks a ship so i think i put i don't even know what i put maybe maybe it might be 50 bucks for shipping overseas uh 50 or 60 bucks for overseas just because of a You know packaging costs because i don't want them to get anything that's
0: damaged uh that would suck yeah Uh, i i know just just mailing something to canada is like you know 20 25 bucks
1: yeah so if it's gonna cost you know if it's gonna cost 35 bucks to get overseas and then i need to package it well so yeah the shipping is expensive but you know it just kind of is what it is these days you know, some people are. I'm not are, trying to gouge anybody though. I'm not trying yeah. to gouge on shipping. I promise it, it. really is just the basic cost of, it, of shipping something.
0: Yeah, because you know you gotta you gotta include you know the price of all your shipping materials and you know Gemini. You know Gemini mailers aren't cheap, and then uh, you you include everything else that you use in there. You know the uh, and if you're if you're doing if you're mailing prints too, it's like even more yeah yeah like i said a
1: single print the way i package it in in in, you know in between two boards and a clear uh clear bag and you know in the mailer thing that i've got the the non-bendable mailers yeah i mean it's like it's like 10 bucks just to ship it nine maybe nine bucks just to ship it uh so yeah if i'm going to be putting a book in there got to make sure that doesn't get damaged and then you know prints or any original art anything like that it's all got to make sure that it doesn't get screwed up So you know I'm hoping we got 11 days so if this thing could yeah be fun that would be great um and you know by the time by the time this thing was by the time this thing was shipping because anybody that gets a PDF i mean once the book is done um you know they're gonna get the PDF first so mm-hmm. anybody essentially anyone who who pledges for the PDF or higher the 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 what is it the five dollars or ten dollars whatever it is Mm-hmm. Or higher um, you know you're gonna get a PDF okay so five dollars is the PDF so anybody that you know essentially anybody that's five dollars or more gets a PDF so the, the PDF will already be out to anybody who's already pledged before they actually get the hard copy so once that's done I can start planning and running the next Kickstarter where everything's printing and shipping out you know what I mean so that way we're keeping on schedule for issues one and two and if I can just kind of stay on that pace, you know, we should. And hopefully the, the the plan is, you know, this one gets funded, we do this one, and then we move on to the next mm-hmm. uh, the next one, and, and that one snowballs. And that's kind of what I've seen from other Kickstarters that it snowballs. You know, you hit your goal on your first one, the next one, you know, makes maybe about a quarter more, you know, at least hits its goal pretty quick and then makes, you know, maybe 25% more or whatever, and you can just kind of keep rolling with it
0: yeah it, build, it builds on top of on top of it all the time and uh it, then you get people that uh will come in like on the on a second or third issue of a of a series and you know need to pledge that uh that catch up tier so they can you know read the story from the beginning
1: right so you know that's kind of the goal um you know of course if somebody gets hit with you know You know, most people are doing 35 bucks. I'm assuming that $35 is, is pretty manageable for most people. So if they did that, you know, every other month to, to pledge for something, I'm sure that's, but you know, I don't want to anybody that pledges, you know, like a, somebody pledged the, the 500, you know, I'm looking at this thing. We got one left, uh, on the $500 tier, right? I think. Yeah. So there's one left. So one already pledged $500. So, you know, they may not have $500 the next time if I do it right back to back. So I got to give a little bit of a space around, yeah. um, but I'm also going to make sure that I have, you know, the second issue uh, where I want it to be. So, you know, if the thing comes out, if I'm finished in April, we go through May, come June, this stuff's, you know, coming back from the printers and it's shipping out, but everybody's already got their PDFs. They've read it. Uh, we can start the Kickstarter in June. That's done by, you know, the end of June, come August you know, and and work it that way. I think that you know it's kind of my plan if if everything goes as well as it I hope it does. Oh yeah. Sorry, I've got a I've got I cut my finger. I was opening a package to do a commission the other day and I had the scissors wide open when I was doing it. And I sliced my middle finger right on my drawing hand. So now it's healing but it's like the, like uh, this little piece of skin that's bothering me. Keeps coming back and forth, yeah.
0: So 20 bucks is the pledge plus the, uh, plus the $15 shipping.
1: Yeah. And that's for the, that's for the signed copy. I mean, I saw some people do, you know, do the copy and then if you wanted it signed, it was different. Um, but I figured, you know, 20 bucks for the signed copy. Um, you know, that's about average. I think, I mean, most days now when you go to a convention and you buy a book signed anyway, mm-hmm. it's about average. Um, you know, so, um, you know, probably, you know, for the next Kickstarter, if you want, you know, the first two issues, it'll be, let's say, thirty-five instead of forty, you know, or thirty instead of forty, something like that. Yeah. Um. You know what would be killer too is, I've already got a couple people on the hook. If I can, you know, if we get there, if this thing funds, then I've got a couple, you know, one or two people in the industry off the bat that. I we could do a variant cover for it, you know, uh, as a stretch goal. Um, that would be cool, you know, or that might have to wait until the next issue. Who knows? But I've got some, you know, I've got some things lined out like that. I mean, I've even got, uh, there's even a retailer, um, level on here. Um, so, you know, retailers can go in and they get so many books for, I don't remember what it is, but they, you know. Essentially, I broke it down where they get so many books for cost, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, plus a drawing for the store and and then um, had to build in a little bit extra for shipping just because I'm shipping more at
0: that point. Yeah, Yeah, it's a bulk shipment. So 20 bucks gets you the book, plus, of course, shipping. Uh, $50 or more gets you, (coughs) of course, the signed book, plus it'll get you an 11 by 17 signed art print, uh, which is the, you know, the art from the cover of the book. Did you get tired of of trying to, you know, pick out the names? Yeah. For the different tiers?
1: I was trying to come up with as many monkey puns as I could. Mm -hmm. That's why as I got to the bottom, the retailer one was you know put in after the fact but I, I got to the bottom i was like are you tired of puns yet like i was just trying to come up with something that was creative um but i think what was more taxing was going in it felt like i was typing the same thing over and over again
0: yeah yeah <laughs> any any time i have to do a page layout like this and it's a lot of it is the same over and over I figure out what's going to be the same and I, I type it into docs and copy and paste. Copy and paste. I'm like, I ain't got time for this stuff. I thought about doing that, but then I was like, ah, it's,
1: just, it's going to take me just as long to put it in docs and do it. So yeah. I just typed it, make myself do the work. Make myself not be lazy for
0: once. Uh, $100 or more. Let's start monkeying around. You get everything uh, previously said, plus you can also get a 9x12 black and white head sketch of any character you pick. No custom or original characters, please. This protects both parties. So a 9x12 sketch, plus the signed book, the signed print, and and a piece of original art
1: yeah but and i and i had to make sure i put the you know people want you to draw their their uh
0: their own their own characters own, and own then character. okay. yeah
1: that just gets that gets a little tricky i mean if somebody's doing a piece you know they come to a you know if they order a commission from home it it to me it's kind of uh i'll uh make sure that you know i tell them it's based it kind of depends on what their the design is um but one, you don't know, you know, you don't know the type of, um, you know, I don't want somebody to order that and go, well, you know, I want my own character drawn. And then it's it's either something that's inappropriate that I just that I just won't draw mm-hmm. or, um, you know, it's a di- design that is just outlandish and crazy as hell to draw, which is going to take me forever. Um, or, you know, I don't want I don't want I want to protect myself from any other future character designs that. Somebody comes across and says, hey, well, you know, you drew my commission for me of my character two years ago. And now this character looks like this and he's publishing a book. So, yeah, it just to me, it's smart business
0: practice. I'm easy. Anytime I get a commission, it's always a joker.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and that's the thing, too, is like, give me give me somebody established that I know what I'm doing. Uh, I mean, I don't care. You know, there's 18 different versions of the Joker (laughs) you know pick one of those if you want the joker that's fine let's, let's do a different version uh,
0: yeah you know, i've got see, uh instead or something i've got eight commissions of the joker so far yeah i've got
1: a i've got uh a brother of mine that that loves the joker so I, I did a piece i did a batman who last piece for him and then uh he wants me to do another one so I got to figure out what I'm gonna do. I mean, he loves them all too, and that's the thing is he he loves them all. From the books all the way through all the ones in the movies, he doesn't. He loves he loves any incarnation of the Joker.
0: Yeah, I'll throw it up in the. It'll be small up in the corner there, but there's my airbrushed leather jacket. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, who who lives out in Arizona now did that pro- probably like a good like 25 years ago
1: yeah that's rad and i've got a a paint on jacket here soon one of the commissions i just ordered they wanted me to to do a paint on the back of a denim jacket and i was like well we'll give it a shot
0: (laughs) yeah a lot of that's usually just you know all, all like airbrush work yeah i'm gonna i
1: mean i'm gonna use fabric paint on it it's uh it'll be a pretty flat looking uh you know, it's going to be more designy than it is, you know, super detailed. But uh, it should be cool. It's going to be a Godzilla thing. It'd be pretty rad, I think.
0: Oh, cool. Oh, here's the here's the retailer. Tier. Uh, retail level comes with uh, ten signed books, a print of the cover, as well as a black and white torso sketch uh, for the store or whoever you all decide to let have it. Well, that that would be a good giveaway promotion for a, for a store, you know, pushing the book. Yeah. Uh, Two hundred dollars or more, you're really chimping in.
1: Get it? See what I did there?
0: Yeah, was... I, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like all your levels are like dad jokes. It's funny. Well, I do have three daughters. Oh. Bless you.
1: You know when a dad joke becomes a dad joke, right? When it becomes a parent?
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) Man, I I have one daughter, and I'm, like, you know, beside myself. I've got three, my man. I've
1: got a 17-year-old and a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. Oh. and.
0: That's uh, every every time you know somebody asks me, goes, "You have any kids?" I go, "Yeah, I have a daughter. She's going to be It Goes, "Oh, dude, I'm sorry." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go, "No, it's okay. You know, you know, because she's split between her mother and me." So, well, I've got yeah, the the other two. I mean, they're old enough. They come
1: and go kind of as they please. They live with their mom for the most part, but they come and go as they please. But I've got full time on the other one.
0: So, my little one. Cool. Yeah, I had my daughter up until uh twenty sixteen when I landed in a coma. Well that'll yeah. That'll yeah. Be. That kind of like put a crink a monkey wrench in every all the plans, but uh two hundred dollars or more, uh you get everything as well as an eleven by fourteen black and white inked torso sketch of any Care delivery time is estimate depending on the amount of time it takes you to do the work. Of course, and the tired of silly puns yet? Oh yeah, this is the one uh, you talked about before, the five hundred dollar tier. So you have you have two splash pages, which means there's one splash page left available. The five hundred dollar tier, you get everything named above, plus you get an original page out of the book.
1: Yeah, there's actually a built-in three splash pages in this book. Um one of them is actually the next tier, I believe. Uh yeah, the 750 tier. It's the it's a big reveal shot of, of you know, it's very apparent that did the the monkey is a golem and turns into something so it's a big reveal shot of that which is now one of our main characters um so that one's that uh but yeah i've got two other splash pages that they're gonna gonna be pretty fun uh pieces to own i would think um so figured i'd throw those out there it's tears
0: and fifteen hundred dollars cover your bum you big baboon cover art so giving away the original uh, cover art mm-hmm. plus plus all the uh, plus all the other stuff that we've gone through already right so <laughs> that's that's pretty cool
1: yeah and the covers I mean the covers painted
0: uh,
1: Yeah, I right. grab Yeah, it's all. That's it. Oh, nice. 11 by 17, and it's all painted and mixed media, and so It's legit. I had fun with it.
0: That's a nice piece. Yeah, I, I got a. I have an original page on the way to me from uh, Rich Parada. Oh yeah, he uh, he did his first. He just finished wrapped up his first Kickstarter. Uh, he's living over in the UK now, so he's shipping from the UK here. And uh, it was it was it was funny because we we were uh, a couple of indie podcasts where we're helping him push the book and. We we conned him into hey if you make it to three thousand you got to shave your head live on a live feed <laughs> and he he had he had COVID head so uh, his, his hair was so thick that the clippers couldn't cut it so his oh, wife wow. his wife came in with scissors and just trim you know cut it all down until it was short enough so the clippers could be re- be used on it how funny. But he w- he was nice enough to give us all uh, give us all a page, and uh, I got the he, he he's doing it a uh, a hardcover edition, uh, a softcover edition. So I've got I've got a page of art, uh, signed print. I've got a hardcover coming, and a softcover. So when he goes to launch part two, I'm going to give away the print and the softcover edition on uh on the podcast for that nice so i mean this looks great i mean the painting for the cover is is pretty rad man
1: yeah it was fun. it just kind of came to me too it was just and again on that one i just kind of had an idea what i wanted to do and i just kind of played with it you know again just kind of let things happen organically um so, you know, I wasn't beyond taking that thing and ripping it up and starting over if I had to. But luckily, I got it on one shot.
0: Yeah, just just letting it flow and.
1: Yeah, the so far the the most painstaking aspect of this uh, has not been the writing. It's not been the drawing. Uh, it's not even been the promoting and and begging people to pledge. It was scanning those damn pages because. I'm using, you know, 500 series Strathmore board, um, but some of those pages got, you know, just a little warp from the water, and uh, I had to go back and rescan two or three of them because I just couldn't get them a scan right until I finally got them flat enough to
0: to flatten out enough to scan. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, some of the inking gets. Uh Gets in the gets in the way of certain scanners
1: yeah well so, yeah I, I wanted to buy my scanner was six years old anyway, so I wanted to just go ahead and buy a new scanner
0: yeah I've, I've got one. I have not even set my scanner up because I just got my I just got what I like to refer to as my collection, you know all my stuff Advanced yeah. storage at at a very good friend's house because of uh, you know being in the hospital and I was in rehab for a couple of years. Until I could, you know, walk a little bit, and uh, I got a power wheelchair now, so you know that's fine for me because well, I'm lazy. But, so how long? Uh, <laughs> um, I went in the coma in February, and I came out the end of April of oh, last year. Uh, 2016. Oh, 2016. Then I, I was in I was in the hospital for about uh, two and a half years. Holy shit! Yeah, i I couldn't I couldn't move anything from the waist down for like almost a year. And you were in coma for how long? You said. Uh, almost three months. Wow. Yeah, they they would tell them, my friends and family. Yeah, you might want to prepare because doesn't it look like he's coming out?
1: So was it? I mean, was it health related or or? Accident? Oh yeah, okay. yeah, it was,
0: yeah, health related. Uh, I had. Uh, I had cellulitis, sepsis, and uh, acute fasciitis. Oh, holy shit! Yeah. Every doctor I saw after the after the fact, you know, for all my other treatments and surgeries after I came out, I like, yeah, you shouldn't be here. I go, well, I don't want to be here. He goes, no, no, I mean, you should be dead. <laughs> I go, oh yeah. well, thank you very much. <laughs> wow, it's nuts. But I I just got all my stuff back. Uh, it fills a 22 foot long trailer, so I'm going through boxes with action figures from you know the 70s on up, and wow. uh, about 150 boxes of comics. And and you have all this stuff in your house right now? Yeah, I got a I got a 2400 square foot loft. Well, that'll do it. Holy there, crap! There's there's a few of them. Most of they were like, you know, five foot high. It was five foot high from that corner all the way up to behind me. But I been I've been going through them to see what is where. And uh, I just opened up a long box and I grabbed like a bag, like literally like this wide that was in there that I that I bought from a store. Uh, and I never took anything out of the bag. And when they were packing my stuff up when I was in the coma, they just put the whole bag in the back end of a of a long box. Oh wow! So I got to go through and see what's in there. <laughs> I just found I just found the first appearance of uh, Scott Lang and uh, two copies of the first appearance of Spider Gwen. So I'm like, I go, well, time to put those up. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I
1: mean, those gotta be worth something, man,
0: right? Uh, Spider Gwen, especially, yeah. The yeah, the the Scott Lang uh, high end is uh, like sixty five on it. So that was probably, yeah, it it's gone up because of you know him being a big part of the MCU now. Yeah. Um, the Spider Gwens are raw, over like six hundred bucks. Oh, really? So I'm like. Yay, $1,200. i will
1: take it. Yeah. Don't put out your address. You don't need anybody showing up, Know where you live with all that stuff. No. They wouldn't want to come in anyhow.
0: <laughs> They're going to find it first. got to well, go through and find everything. Yeah. One, one they got going to find it first. And uh, two, I would just say I'm a proponent of the Second Amendment. Yeah. You're packing, are you? Well and crippled, so I can't get up and like throw fists with somebody without falling down on the ground. You know, I, I'm—I don't want to get into any kind of debates about guns, and everybody's got their opinions,
1: and they're all welcome to them. But you know, you never know—you don't know that feeling of your house being broken into. It, my house got broken into several, several years ago, and that invasion of private that feeling of invasion of privacy—and and and your domicile is is. One of the scariest, most
0: offsetting feelings ever. Yeah, I had, well, I had my, I had an apartment that I was living in probably about 20 years ago, got broken in. And then another one, uh, about 15 years ago, got broken in. I had a, I had a couple of nice signed jerseys, you know, in frames mounted up on the wall. Yeah. You know, I, I lost all that, all my stereo equipment, all my DJ equipment.
1: Yeah, I mean, when, you know, and I mean, when I, well, I, I say several years ago, I guess it's been, it's been almost 20 years now. I think it's probably been 18 years since it happened. But, you know, I was in my early 20s. I didn't have any money. So they got maybe a Nintendo 64 or Xbox or whatever it was back then, and, you know, a stereo and a TV. They didn't get a whole shit done, but it is, uh, Definitely a not a good feeling. It was hard yeah. to sleep a while after that.
0: It's yeah. It's still a uh, you know, I gotta get, get out of this place and move someplace else. Yeah, kind of feeling. Yeah, I did that both times. I'm like, uh, man, somebody just broke into my apartment that I rent from you. Uh, so I'm breaking my lease, and I don't care what you say. Uh, I'm out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: is next month's rent. And I'll I'll be out by before the end of this month. So, but uh, we have the uh, the Kickstarter up in the chat. It's also in the uh, the show notes, either up above or down below, depending on where you're watching us. And uh, if you're listening to this on AgeRadio.org, you can always come to Creators Outlet on YouTube and take a sneak peek at anything we're looking at uh, and. You will also have the uh, the Kickstarter link in the link for uh, that downloadable audio. Uh, so, until next time, uh, we'll see you later, Brent. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Book looks awesome, and uh, I really hope this this gets fun and people jump on this because it it look I really like it. It looks cool, man.
1: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Let's hope it gets funded. Y'all go.